You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Today's episode, we're going to look at the top 20 hitters and top 10 pitchers in uh, fantasy baseball, plus some honorable mentions uh, in this uh, early season. Uh, we're going to dig deep on the waiver wire. Um, and do matchups and DFS value plays for Tuesday. But first, few uh, takeaways from Monday's very light schedule uh, in Major League Baseball. And we'll start uh, with Arizona's Luke Weaver, uh, who delivered a, a quality performance in a, in a 5-2 win uh, for the Diamondbacks against Miami. Went six and a third innings. He had four hits, no walks, no runs, struck out six. Now, Weaver's ERA is down to five after that performance, so you're not necessarily jumping at the prospect of adding Luke Weaver, but has a 1.25 whip, which is pretty respectable, and 35 strikeouts in 36 innings. You know, he's, he's putting, putting himself on the on the map, at least, uh, for fantasy, that uh, given the right circumstances, the right matchup, at the very least, Weaver could be a streaming option. Now, uh, Angels first baseman, uh, Jared Walsh, went four for four. Had a home run, two RBIs, and a stolen base in a 5-4 win at Houston. That's a massive uh, performance and kind of continuing uh, what Walsh has been doing this year. He's hitting 347, has a 1019 OPS, and has seven home runs. Uh, you can blame him for Albert Pujols getting uh, shoved aside in, in uh, the Angels lineup, but uh, Walsh has uh, played fantastic for them, uh, kind of picking up where he left off late last season. Uh, for Cincinnati outfielder Tyler Naquin uh, was two for five, Home run, two runs scored, four RBIs, and an 11-1 route at Pittsburgh. Uh, Naquin has eight home runs, a 943 OPS. Got off to a really great start, but uh, also kind of faces a battle for playing time uh, in Cincinnati. And so it's not e- easy to trust him as, uh, in the same way as someone that you can just count on being in the lineup every day. But uh, with his productivity, uh, the Reds are finding room for Naquin. Uh, now on the other uh, side of that uh, coin, Pittsburgh starting pitcher was Mitch Keller. He gave up seven earned runs in three and a third innings uh, in that 11-1 loss. Keller's ERA is up to 7.81. His whip is 1.81. And, you know, he's shown flashes uh, at times in, early in his major league career that, you know, maybe there's something there that, that'll be uh, worthwhile, both for the Pirates and in terms of fantasy. Uh, but uh, seriously, a 7.81 ERA, 1.81 whip. Uh, you can kind of cast him aside and, and wait and see uh, if he's going to turn the corner again, because right now, uh, he's just he's doing more harm than good. Uh, and then Baltimore uh, starting pitcher Jorge Lopez, who uh, I did not hold in particularly high esteem, and uh, I think his performance in recent seasons uh, justifies that. But he had a really uh, great start against Boston. He went five and a third innings, gave four hits, uh, no walks, one earned run, struck out five, uh, and now that drops his ERA to five point six three, which still not very exciting. Now a one point two five WHIP, that's not bad. Eight point four strikeouts per nine, not bad. Uh, he's uh, getting himself into Luke Weaver territory. He's probably a little further down the list than Weaver, but as a guy who, who you might consider streaming uh, under the right circumstances, uh, I guess Jorge Lopez is kind of getting to that point now. Okay, so let's uh, look at the top 20 hitters uh, in baseball uh, so far this season. A few honorable mentions to start. Uh, we've got uh, Toronto Blue Jays second baseman Marcus Semien. 
who has eight home runs, six stolen bases. The fact that he, he's got, um, you know, those two categories uh, working in his favor certainly helps. Now, he's only hitting 262, uh, but, you know, still just outside the top 20. Uh, Trey Turner, uh, the national shortstop, who has seven home runs and seven stolen bases while hitting 308. Uh, the issue uh, for Turner is that his runs in RBI, he has 14 RBIs, 15 runs scored, and that's fine, but it's not quite enough to have him up in uh, the elite uh, rankings. Uh, Astros DH, Jordan Alvarez, is really starting to, to heat up. Uh, and for one, it's just a matter of him staying healthy. Uh, but he has six home runs, 21 runs scored, 21 RBIs, hitting 345. Uh, really, if Alvarez stays healthy the rest of the way, I, I have little doubt that he will finish in the top 20 uh, for hitters. Uh, Jesse Winker, uh, the red center fielder, is, uh, I guess, outfielder. He's, he's played more than just center field. Uh, and Winker uh, continues to, to hit. He's got 359 batting average, which is wholly unsustainable. Uh, but his six home runs, 17 RBIs, 23 runs scored, uh, and has been you know, ma- making the most of his opportunity to play every day uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, and one more of the honorable mentions is Rangers second baseman Nick Solak, who has seven home runs, 19 RBIs, 25 runs scored, a couple steals, 271 batting average. Uh, his home run uh, rate is unsustainable and you know last year he had an unsustainably low home run rate so somewhere in between is probably uh, about right uh, but Solak uh, has at least uh, moved in to become a, a very steady uh, hitting second baseman all right so now uh, we'll start on the top 20 hitters uh, and we're going to grab Solak's uh, teammate Isaiah kiner Falefa at number 20 uh, has five home runs 17 RBIs 24 runs scored six stolen bases hitting 282 uh, you know, a, a year or two ago, uh, the real value in Kiner Falefa was when he had catcher eligibility um, because he had a, a competent bat. Well, now we're seeing a little bit more than just uh, merely competent. And uh, the fact that he can give you home runs and stolen bases, and if you know he could carry this out through the rest of the season, might give you a 2020 season. Uh, he, he's going from uh, a guy who at the start of the season might have been kind of a, a low-end sleeper at middle infield uh, to now is maybe pushing himself into uh, actually you know, giving you value as, as a starting shortstop. Uh, and, you know, we'll see, we'll see where he goes with it, but uh, if he continues at this rate uh, for the rest of the year, uh, he probably does finish as a starting shortstop. Uh, number 19, we've got uh, Dodgers third baseman Justin Turner. You know, seven home runs, 23 RBIs, 22 runs scored, hitting 319. Now, the batting average is the one thing that you really uh, expect from Turner. So if he gives you the, the home runs and RBIs at a, at a high rate, well, then that, uh, that's how he ends up pushing his way into the top 20. Number 18, uh, Cleveland's Jose Ramirez, third baseman, has nine home runs, 19 RBIs, 22 runs scored, four stolen bases. His average has dipped now to 259. That's why his, uh, his ranking has dropped here. Uh, Ramirez probably should be a, a top 10 hitter. Uh, and, you know, but at the moment, you, you have a bit of a slump. The average slides a little bit. Uh, the RBI total is, is not great for a guy who has nine home runs. Uh, but uh, I, I would have all the faith in, in Jose Ramirez, given what we've seen from him in recent seasons. Uh, number 17, San Diego Padres shortstop, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, he also has nine home runs, only 14 RBIs, which on nine home runs, is uh, <laughs> that's hard to do, even if you're a leadoff hitter. Uh, Tatis has scored 23 runs, has seven stolen bases, and he's only hitting 240. Uh, so uh, a few things here is that Tatis... Uh, has relied on a high batting average on balls in play early in his career, particularly his rookie season. It was uh, way up uh, around 400. And, and so you, you could expect that that's going to come down. Uh, and maybe 
you know, maybe it's com- coming down too far if he's only hitting 240. Uh, but you, you, you could be worried that uh, he's not necessarily going to be an asset when it comes to batting average. At the same time, uh, there, there aren't many guys who are going to give you uh, the home run and stolen base totals, uh, nor score runs like Tatis if, when he's hitting at the top of the Padres lineup. So, you know, a very valuable player. Uh, you know, his value would skyrocket if all of a sudden he was hitting 300 instead of 240. Uh, number 16, uh, Texas Rangers first baseman Nate Lowe, uh, who continues to produce. He has seven home runs, 25 RBIs, 18 runs scored. And maybe the biggest surprise for me is he has four stolen bases already. You know, if Nate Lowe steals you 15 bags this year as a first baseman, like that's that's wild value. Uh, also hitting 288. Uh, so a lot to like about Nate Lowe. Uh, I'm still not sure whether I, I kind of buy it over the full season, uh, but... Uh, if you if you've managed to uh, accumulate those uh, stats to this point, uh, that they're already in the bank. So wh- whether it continues or not, it uh, <laughs> doesn't matter quite as much. Uh, number fifteen, uh, Toronto Blue Jays first baseman Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, seven home runs, twenty three RBIs, twenty four runs scored, uh, and hitting three ten. Uh, there's not much to complain about with Guerrero Jr. It looks like he's having a breakthrough season. Uh, now he did have you know really high uh, batting average on balls in play early in the season and. Uh, there, there's been some regression there, and he's still hitting 310. It's not as though his his average has dropped off uh, into into a point where it's not an asset, uh, but it, it has at least come back to, to earth a little bit. Uh, number 14, uh, Chicago Cubs shortstop Javi Baez. Now here's somebody who, whose batting average kind of has not been a real plus uh, this year, but it's up to 255, uh, and that goes with eight home runs, 25 RBIs, 16, uh, 18 runs scored, and six stolen bases. Uh, really. Batting average is just the one question in, in Baez's uh, uh, statistical toolbox. Is that it, you know if he ends up hitting 280 or better, well you know then he's massively valuable. If it slides down to 230, well th- that uh, works the other way. Uh, but overall, you're going to get a really valuable player. Number 13, c- coming from nowhere basically, is Texas Rangers uh, outfielder Adelis Garcia uh, has nine home runs, 26 RBIs. He's only scored 16 runs, has three stolen bases, and hitting 295. You know, for a guy who wasn't uh, in the opening day lineup, he, he's really become a, a force uh, for the Rangers in short order. And you know, we'll you know we'll see whether uh, major league pitchers start to figure him out. Uh, but thus far, uh, there's just a ton to like. And uh, if you manage to jump in and grab him off waivers early, uh, you're reaping the rewards. Uh, number 12, uh, Boston Red Sox third baseman Rafael Devers. Eight home runs, 29 RBIs, 21 runs scored, hitting 281. A couple steals in there too uh, for Devers, although I think he's been caught more than he's actually stolen. Uh, so don't, don't expect that to be uh, one of his uh, long-term uh, assets. Uh, but you know, uh, a serious power source and with 29 RBIs already, uh, that's, uh, that's where he's going to drive his, his fantasy value. Uh, number 11, we're staying in Boston for shortstop Xander Bogarts. Uh, seven home runs, 20 RBIs, 21 runs scored, a 348 batting average. He's stolen a couple of bags. Uh, Bogarts was a player who, a few weeks back, I, I suggested he's probably a sell-high candidate because uh, the batting average on balls in play was you know, through the roof uh, at a time when his exit velocities weren't great, uh, and he still continued to hit. Uh, so <laughs> regression might come, but it might also take some time, uh, and Bogarts just continues to, uh, to put up numbers. Have you guys heard about sports trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. This is amazing. Sports Trade takes fantasy to the next level, like like Robinhood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like real stocks. It's a fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. And they just added baseball to the platform, so check it out today. Making money with Sports Trade is as simple as player values rising and falling, 
based on two factors. One, statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points scored, the higher their value goes. Two, supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. When you're ready to buy shares, you can pick that penny stock in a rookie with huge upside or grab a blue chip vet who's always been a solid performer. Instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com. Discover the fun and exciting and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. Now they want to help even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Who doesn't want instant gratification? If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, you could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma. Purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in Instant Karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. Credit Karma money. Progress starts here. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning Instant Karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. So let's get into the top 10 hitters. Uh, in fantasy baseball, and we'll start with Kansas City Royals, uh, second baseman and outfield eligible, Whit Merrifield. Uh, Merrifield has four home runs, but has 23 RBIs, 20 runs scored, 11 stolen bases to lead the majors, and a 271 batting average. And really, the stolen bases are, are driving the value, but the RBIs and runs scored, uh, they don't hurt either. Uh, number nine, Nick Castellanos uh, of the Cincinnati Reds, uh, reliable power hitting outfielder, nine home runs, 22 RBIs, 24 runs scored, hitting 314, uh, as good as advertised. At number eight is Mike Trout. Has eight home runs, 18 RBIs, 22 runs scored, hitting 365. So the average has actually come down a bit. Uh, and he's stolen a couple bases. Now there's <laughs> noteworthy that uh, Trout has uh, managed to swipe a few bags because he, he uh, has been reluctant uh, to run. Uh, but ad- adding stolen bases does help. His RBI total uh, is a little low uh, among the very elite hitters here. Uh, and that's why, why Trout is only at eight as opposed to higher. Uh, but... Uh, you know, the, there's one of the one of the great uh, things about getting Mike Trout on your fantasy roster is you basically don't worry about him. Uh, you get him, he plays, uh, and, and puts up numbers. And if from time to time the RBI total drifts a little low, well, it'll come back. And the 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 one 
area of concern uh, at all has been stolen bases because he didn't run last year and he wasn't running so far this season. Now that he's added a few stolen bases, maybe you can you know cross your fingers and hope that uh, he could get you double-digit steals this year. Uh, number seven, Chicago Cubs, uh, third base and outfield eligible, Chris Bryant. You know, Bryant has been playing more uh, in the outfield lately, and uh, it's not not taking away from anything at the plate. He's having a great season. Nine home runs, 22 RBIs, 26 runs scored, hitting 308. Uh, you know, Bryant is not a big base dealer. He only has one stolen base. Uh, but if if he puts up uh, the rest of those numbers over the uh, over the full season, uh, it'd be just you know a fantastic b- bounce back from uh, what was uh, a real tough 2020 season. At number six, talked about him off the top. Angels first baseman Jared Walsh, uh, who I've talked about this on, on the podcast before. How you know I, I'm going to have to take the L on my uh, my expectations for Jared Walsh this year. Uh, that uh, you know he had a, a strong finish to the 2020 season, but uh, I wasn't necessarily buying it after you know a month of uh, of great production. Uh, and he he has hit, hit the ground running this year and is just uh, continuing to destroy uh, major league pitching. He's got seven home runs, 29 RBIs. 16 runs scored, two stolen bases, hitting 347, uh, doing a little bit of everything. Uh, and you know, if you manage to grab Jared Walsh as a, you know a corner infield type sleeper, well, now you're getting a guy who's uh, among the very best uh, fantasy producers uh, to this point in the season. Number five, Toronto Blue Jays shortstop Bo Bichette uh, has eight home runs, 20 RBIs, 27 runs scored, six stolen bases, only hitting 267. Uh, but the the contributions otherwise are. Are, are so strong that the batting average doesn't have to be that great. Uh, you know, Bichette uh, numbers ha- have a real decided home road split, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens when the Blue Jays leave Dunedin. They are going to be playing in Buffalo uh, later this year, and whether Bichette still puts up uh, those numbers or whether his road numbers uh, get better. Uh, but overall, uh, he he's been one of the most productive players uh, in fantasy. Uh, number four, Minnesota Twins uh, center fielder Byron Buxton. You know, who's off to a fantastic start. He's also uh, landed on the injured list. But uh, before getting hurt, Buxton had nine home runs, 17 RBIs, 19 runs scored, five stolen bases, hitting 370. Uh, and uh, I mentioned him as a sell-high uh, candidate last week, like literally the day before he went on the injured list. Uh, but the, because <laughs> one of the main reasons was that he has a tendency to get hurt. Uh, and so, uh, yes, the, the, the injury should not come as a massive surprise. Uh, but there, there's also uh, some element of, of Byron Buxton kind of living up to expectations uh, with this season that he's been having. Uh, number three, speaking of living up to expectations, uh, Angels DH Shohei Otani has 10 home runs, 26 RBIs, 26 runs scored. He's stolen six bases, hitting 266. Uh, and I, I think the, the power numbers aren't necessarily surprising. Uh, the fact that Shohei Otani's had six stolen bases uh, does seem uh, a little surprising, and that's also what... Uh, juices his value up to uh, number three among hitters. Uh, number two, uh, Atlanta Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, has 10 home runs, 22 RBIs, 30 runs scored, six stolen bases, hitting 305. Uh, and he's it's been a great start. Uh, 22 RBIs on 10 home runs is not uh, not ideal, but it's also a function of hitting at the top of the, uh, the Braves lineup. Uh, and the, it's still uh, managed to, Acuna has, has slid uh, from the top spot down to number two. Uh, he's not quite as dangerous since he came back from, from injury and we're still in very small samples and not, not going to read too much into it. Uh, but it, the top spot now belongs to Boston's JD Martinez, uh, who's having a huge bounce back season, 
he has 10 home runs, 31 RBIs, 31 runs scored, hitting 339. Uh, and really the, the comparison there between Acuna Jr. and Martinez, uh, slight edge for Martinez in, in terms of batting average uh, and uh, and RBIs. He's got 31 RBIs to Acuna's 22, uh, but uh, Acuna Jr. does steal more bases. So, uh, you know, it sort of depends on, on what you need, uh, but Martinez overall uh, has probably just been a touch more consistent, uh, and that gives him top spots. Now let's take a look at the top uh, 10 pitchers, starting with a few honorable mentions. Uh, we'll go with Milwaukee Brewers' Brandon Woodruff, who was just knocking on the door there uh, outside the top 10. Uh, he's 2-1 and one with a 1.73 RA, 0.77 whip, 51 strikeouts, and 41 and two-thirds. Uh, he has... You know, he, he's battling uh, other Milwaukee pitchers uh, for, for the top spot in their rotation, uh, just in terms of how well they've been pitching. Uh, but uh, Woodruff has been great so far. Uh, San Diego's Hugh Darvish uh, is 3-1, and 2.27 ERA, 0.94 whip, 57 strikeouts and 43 and two-thirds. Uh, he was brought in to be the Padres' ace, and he's pitching uh, like the Padres' ace. Uh, Cleveland's Shane Bieber, uh, now best pitcher in baseball last year, and uh, Bieber's numbers have have gone up a little bit this year. He's three and two, has a 2.98 ERA, which is you know a tad high when we're talking about the the very best pitchers in baseball. Uh, 1.08 WHIP, 77 strikeouts in 48 and a third innings, and so the high strikeout rate still has Bieber uh, up there uh, among the the very best pitchers. Uh, but the the ERA and WHIP are just a touch high uh, compared to the the very best pitchers in baseball this year. Uh, Oscar Yanoa uh, of the Atlanta Braves has been a real pleasant surprise. 4-1, and 2.23 RA, 0.89 whip, 44 strikeouts in 40 and a third innings. Uh, he, he was a player that you could have grabbed uh, off waivers early uh, and uh, you'd be getting a massive <laughs> return on investment uh, at that point. Uh, Milwaukee's Corbin Burns on the injured list right now. Uh, before getting hurt, uh, he was only 2-2 two and two, but had a 1.53 RA, 0.55 whip, 49 strikeouts in just 29 and a third innings. Uh, he was incredible. Uh, so for, for Milwaukee's sake, hope he comes back uh, and is uh, healthy and ready to go. Uh, now into the top 10 pitchers. At number 10 is San Francisco Giants' uh, Kevin Gosman, who's 3-0, 1.97 ERA, 0.88 whip, 47 strikeouts in 45 and two-thirds innings. And Gosman uh, is fascinating because uh, over the course of his career, he's shown potential, and uh, there have been times where you'd think, oh, yes, this guy could be a real front-end starter. Um, moving to San Francisco this year is... Uh, I mean, that doesn't, doesn't hurt being in San Francisco. It's a pitcher-friendly park. Uh, but uh, Gosman uh, has really taken uh, a step up from where he's been in previous seasons. Uh, number nine is Dodgers' Clayton Kershaw, uh, who struggled in his last start, only went one inning. Uh, but uh, he still is a, he's 5-3, and three, has a 2.62 ERA, 0.99 whip, uh, 46 strikeouts in 44 and two-thirds innings. Uh, it's not like, uh, you know, Kershaw has fallen off a cliff just because of a bad start. Uh, but uh, the, the numbers were uh, maybe unsustainably uh, strong early in, in the season. At number eight, Washington Nationals' Max Scherzer, who he's only two and two, but the other numbers are really impressive. 2.33 RA, 0.78 whip, 61 strikeouts in 46 and a third innings. Uh, Scherzer uh, is kind of pitching like vintage Scherzer after his 2020 season was a, a bit of a step back. Uh, number seven, St. Louis's Jack Flaherty, who's six and oh. Uh, that is a driving uh, some of his value here. Uh, 2.83 RA, 0.94 whip, 42 strikeouts in 41 and third innings. Uh, the ERA is, you know, a touch high among the very elite pitchers, but the, the 6-0 record uh, also a touch higher than uh, than others. Uh, number six, the Dodgers' Trevor Bauer, 
uh, who you know might might be uh, expressing dissatisfaction about uh, the the Dodgers losing ways. Uh, but Do- Bauer three and two is a two point five zero ERA, zero point eight one WHIP, sixty seven strikeouts and fifteen and a third innings. It's not quite where he was uh, last season when he won the Cy Young, but uh, it's still pretty great. Uh, number five is my fa- my favorite pitching story of the season so far. Uh, the White Sox, Carlos Rodon, who was 5-0, a 0.58 ERA, 0.68 whip, 44 strikeouts in 31 innings. Uh, it's like he's a new man. And uh, uh, the fact that Rodon is uh, delivering these kinds of numbers when expectations were much lower than that. You know, maybe he'd, he'd be a mid-rotation starter. At the very least, he'd be a, a back-end-of-the-rotation guy. Well, no, now he's uh, rivaling the very best pitchers uh, in all of baseball. Uh, number four, Tampa Bay's Tyler Glasnow. Uh, Glasnow's 4-2, 2.37 ERA, 0.89 whip, 75 strikeouts in 49 in the third innings. Uh, he's sort of just comfortably established himself as the Rays' ace uh, and uh, a real reliable option for them every time out. Uh, number three, uh, a shocker, is Baltimore's John Means. Uh, he of the, the no-hitter, uh, although those no-hitters don't seem to mean quite as much, uh, but uh, Means is 4-0, has a 1.37 ERA, 0.67 whip, 50 strikeouts in 46 innings. Uh, you, if you manage to to grab means late uh, in your drafts as a, you know a sleeper, which you know there there was some reasonable expectation that, that you could look at his past couple of seasons and say yeah there's there's sleeper value in a deep league to try John Means with a late pick. Uh, if if you manage to do that, congratulations because you're uh, you're crushing it. Uh, and if you manage to jump in on John Means early as a waiver pickup, uh, you're still doing all right there too. Uh, then our top two pitchers. Number two is Garrett Cole, uh, the Yankees. He was number one last week, but uh, strangely enough, he managed to slip just a little bit. He's 4-1, and 1.61 ERA, 0.72 whip, 66 strikeouts in 42 and thirds innings, 44 and two-thirds innings. And yes, Garrett Cole is still great, but uh, our number one pitcher is a guy who's nursing an injury at the moment, is Jacob deGrom of the Mets. Um, Mets uh, brought him back, and he lasted four innings, uh, but still having trouble with his, his uh, strained lat. Uh, it appears, but the Grom's numbers overall, 3-2, and two, 0.68 ERA, 0.60 whip, 65 strikeouts in 40 innings, just ridiculously dominant, uh, and really it's just a matter of whether or not he's healthy. Um, and at the moment, uh, the Mets are basically keep their fingers crossed and hope that uh, this isn't going to keep DeGrom out long term. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code Locked On at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Now, each episode, I offer up one player that is rostered uh, in ten percent or fewer of Yahoo leagues. Maybe it's somebody you need to race out to the wave wire to get to uh, beat the competition, or maybe it's somebody to just put on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right. Uh, today, we're going with Detroit Tigers outfielder Nomar Mazzara. Uh, just returned to the active roster, been sidelined with an abdominal strain. His 2020 season with the White Sox was a complete bust, uh, but. He had shown some promise in Texas before that. Uh, and now he's hitting 238 with a 717 OPS and a couple of home runs so far this season. Uh, so that's not great, but he's going to hit in the middle of the Tigers lineup, and there is some potential there. He's also rostered in just 1% of Yahoo leagues. Now let's take a look 
uh, at some matchups uh, for Tuesday on betonline.ag. Start uh, Pittsburgh Pirates after, after getting thumped by Cincinnati uh, on Monday. They send JT Brubaker uh, to the mound, minus 116 against Cincinnati with Jeff Hoffman. Now, Hoffman had a few uh, quality starts early in the season, uh, not official quality starts, but uh, decent starts uh, for the Reds. Uh, and But Brubaker uh, has been quite strong uh, for Pittsburgh, and so I don't mind uh, taking Pittsburgh in that case with Brubaker on the mound uh, as a slight favorite. Uh, Kansas City with Brady Singer, uh, minus 131 at Detroit uh, with Matt Boyd. On the mound now, Boyd was really effective early this season, uh, but also was primed for uh, regression based on uh, some of the the unsustainability of his numbers. Uh, well, uh, Brady Singer uh, might be a lesser version of that, uh, but uh, I, I kind of trust Singer a little bit more, and I certainly trust Kansas City more than uh, Detroit right now. So minus one thirty one is not bad. Um, Baltimore with John Means on the mound now. Uh, this is. He's not going. To, he's not going to throw a no hitter again. I would. I would imagine. Uh, but the Orioles are pretty significant underdogs here. Plus one thirty-two uh, at the Mets with Marcus Stroman, uh, and certainly the the Mets are a, a strong enough team. Uh, but getting Means, who's been pitching, uh, you know, nearly as well as anybody in baseball so far this season, uh, getting him as an underdog uh, looks like a worthwhile play. Uh, and then uh, consider Seattle uh, plus a run and a half minus one hundred five. Uh, the Dodgers. Uh, Seattle's got Yusei Kikuchi on the mound, and uh, from game to game, I don't always, don't always know what we're getting from Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, and but when he's good, he, he can be you know quite effective. Uh, and he's going against uh, the Dodgers and Walker Bueller. And Bueller, uh, his, uh, his his strikeout numbers in particular have really gone up after uh, he had 12 in his first three games. I think he's like 25 in the next three. Uh, but uh, basically, here I, I think that uh, the Dodgers. Uh, maybe aren't quite the juggernaut uh, at the moment, uh, and so getting Seattle plus a run and a half, they could at least keep it, keep it close uh, if Kikuchi gives them a quality start. Uh, so let's uh, thanks to BetOnline.ag for those odds. Uh, move over and grab some DFS value plays uh, for Tuesday. Uh, we've just got a couple. Uh, we'll start with Toronto's uh, Robbie Ray is seventy eight hundred dollars uh, at Atlanta, and really uh, Ray, the the main question with him is whether or not uh, he has control. Uh, because uh, last season uh, in Arizona in particular, uh, he had like seven walks per nine innings, which uh, you can't get very far in Major League Baseball when you're walking uh, that many batters. Uh, well, you know, keep your fingers crossed here, Jays fans, but uh, the control hasn't been bad. We've gone three straight games now uh, where Robbie Ray hasn't walked a batter, uh, and now maybe the strikeout rate isn't quite as dominant uh, as a result, but I, I think the... The overall is a net positive here uh, for the Blue Jays. And so Robbie Ray, uh, you know, he, he's not striking out 11 or 12 uh, per nine innings. He's sitting at 9.1 uh, strikeouts per nine. Uh, but his walk rate is 2.8 uh, per nine as opposed to last season when it was 7.8 uh, per nine. And so you, you have to uh, kind of give credit where it's due to Robbie Ray uh, and, and hope that he can uh, keep that up. But also that's uh, a pretty reasonable price to get him. Uh, if uh, if that control is legit. Uh, also, uh, Chicago White Sox uh, started Dylan Cease is $7,000 against Minnesota. And yes, Minnesota's got a, a pretty formidable lineup, but uh, Cease has uh, really come on uh, in, in, in some ways. Uh, he, he's running the same issues as, as Ray. I mean, he's, he's a right-handed uh, pitcher who has control issues too. Uh, but in, in his past couple of starts, uh, the control issues are getting a little bit better. Uh, and so uh, 
it's not as though we can overall say, yes, Dylan Cease is, has fixed it and is totally set. Uh, but you can pretty much count on him to maybe walk three batters per start, uh, as he's done for uh, five of his six starts. The other one, he walked none. Uh, but if, if Cease you know, manages to keep that control, uh, he, he otherwise he's, he's proven he can miss bats. And so uh, if he ends up uh, giving you you know, eight, nine, ten strikeouts, uh, and the power uh, or in the uh, the walk numbers aren't bad, uh, then uh, you end up with pretty good value on a $7,000 uh, DFS play. Also, uh, Kansas City's uh, Brady Singer, again, he's going against the Detroit lineup, and his, his uh, DFS price here on DraftKings is $5,700. Uh, you're, you're really saving yourself some uh, some money there with the chance that he, that he could shut down uh, that Tigers lineup. Uh, only a couple of hitters, uh, of interest here, and I'm sticking with uh, maybe the theme of the episode here is Angels uh, first baseman Jared Walsh, who also has outfield eligibility. He's only $3,800 against Houston and Lance McCullers, and certainly that's a quality pitcher to be going against. Uh, but you know, Jared Walsh, pretty quality hitter so far uh, this season, and at $3,800 to get uh, you know the pl- player we deemed as the what sixth uh, most productive hitter in fantasy so far uh, to get him at that price is you know a, a, a gift. Uh, and then Toronto, uh, third baseman and outfielder Kevin Biggio uh, is only $3,400 at Atlanta. Uh, and Biggio was off to a really terrible start this season, but has kind of in the last you know, four or five games started to uh, come around a little bit. Uh, and so maybe the, the price hasn't quite caught up uh, and getting Biggio at $3,400 uh, gives you a chance for some value. That will do it for today. Enjoy the games, full slate of games uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast too as we get ready for the uh, National Hockey League playoffs. Uh, and maybe drop in a five-star rating uh, on iTunes. Also check out Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. And get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. There's no crying in baseball!